Hello, and welcome to Metal Brunch Club, a podcast about coffee, mm. blast beats, and three dudes' opinions on this metal sucks. albums you never wanted. So, crank those volume levels to 11 and enjoy some good old-fashioned metal music with your hosts, Brian, Nick, and Jordan. Is it episode seven? It's episode seven. It's episode seven. Episode seven. Lucky, wow. lucky number seven. Oh. Starting to lose count. Yeah, I know. We've been so doing this many. for what seems like years at this point. Forever. It's good to see you boys. It's looking a lot more uh, responsible in the room. It today. is. Yes. Brian, congratulations. You just got hitched. Yep. Mm-hmm. The old ball and chain. Married. Married. You're not a ball and chain, though. He loves you very much. He was <laughs> singing your praises before. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Nick, you're having a yeah, little little, little, having little a baby, baby shower somehow. Yeah. So congrats on on the sex. Nick has procreated. Thank you. <laughs> That's Just dope. had the baby shower. It was a great time. <laughs> so, uh, who are we talking about today, there, Jordy? Yeah, you metal brunch babies. We are going to be talking about the band Thought Crimes and their new album, Altered Pasts. Wow. Mm, I bet like y'all that. thought we were going to do classical album <laughs> at first, but nope. It's Thought Crimes. Three for a loop there. Yeah. Scared me a little bit. So yeah, Thought Crimes is a uh, mathcore band uh, that I believe stems from Long Island uh, that actually originated as a outlet and side project for uh, former Dillinger skate plane drummer Billy Reimer, which I guess you probably wouldn't have guessed that even from that 30 seconds. It doesn't sound at all like Dillinger Escape Plan. No. Uh, Not one bit. So yeah, these guys, this is their uh, first full-length album. They have one EP that they recorded before. Uh, I fucking love this album. It's going to start out right there. Yeah. Straight out, straight out the gates, I'm going to say it. This is tied with uh, Greyhaven for me is probably the, my favorite album of the year. Wow. Pretty high up there for you. Because you love that Greyhaven album. I do love that Greyhaven album. Greyhaven album. <laughs> really hard to say that. Say that three times fast. Uh, it's coming. Like, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I, I like this album a, a whole heck of a lot. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about it with you guys. I feel like I should give a little bio on it. That uh, since you know we had a little bit of time, so please do. I uh, wrote some notes down. I'm going to read exactly what I wrote here. Overall thoughts. An incredibly diverse album that draws influence from a plethora of bands, including Between the Buried and Me, He is Legend, Deftones, and of course Dillinger. I dig the production on the album with its rawness feel to it. The album excels in chaos that loves to surprise you every chance it can. However, 
The album and its parts did not hold my interest. Keep me coming back for additional spins. <laughs> oh my God. Musicianship wow. is off the charts for this album, but it's just not my cup of tea. Wow. Wow. Nice. Seeing nicely your face. Written. Your face, Jordan. Yeah, that was really nicely written. Maybe next time around, um, you know, rehearse it. Don't <laughs> announce that you're reading from a script, Ryan, because looks kind of bad for Next time around, can you also use smaller words? I got lost with the plethora. Immediately. Plethora. You said said diverse, and I didn't know what that meant. Diversity. I think it's an old wooden ship. Ooh. (laughs) That's interesting, because I thought you, of all people, (gasps) enjoyed this album, too. Yeah, I know I kind of had some... uh, some some weirdness on the Norma Jean re, uh, review, you know, stating I liked it. Not my cup of tea, though. And I think it's kind of the same for this. It's just I, I dig the musicianship. I dig all the parts, but I just can't come back to it. You know, like I tried, but yeah. it's just not keeping my interest. I mean, on that note, I think this is going to be a controversial podcast <gasps> because Am I, I about to fight both you personally gloves are off. <laughs> I wasn't okay. So okay. Well, let, let me start. I want to start off with acknowledging that everyone in the band is like super talented. Obviously, the drummer. Um, he's from Dillinger's Escape Plan. Uh, he's a legend. He played both guitar and drums on the record. Which is wild. And he did like wild. some production. I think he played like a little bit of bass. So like that's, I mean, super admirable. I can really appreciate how much work goes into like creating a record. I know about that process. I also know this record was really personal to Billy. So, like, I don't... I just want to start off saying, like, you know, I I can appreciate a lot of elements from the record. Um, but ultimately, I, I had a tough time making it through the record uh, multiple times. I think maybe I listened to it two times. And then, like, on my, like, the third time through, like... And one of my one of my timestamps I'm going to show, I'll probably talk a little bit more about it. One, like, I made it to the seventh song. And I was just like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. And I just stopped listening to it. So I don't know. I just, I understand that they're attempting to genre blend and create something kind of like unique, dynamically unique. Um, But I just like couldn't get behind the specific blend. It was just a little too all over the place at times for me. Um, And this is just my personal preference. uh, But I don't really listen to like a lot of like grind, thrash, chaotic stuff, more abstract stuff. And I think that like the more alternative style vocals were just not for me. Interesting. Um, like the Soundgarden type shit, um, which we'll we'll show mm. you guys a little bit of that. Like, and I pre- I can appreciate it for what it is, but it just didn't impact me in the way it might have impacted you guys, me. or more specifically, Nick, Nick gave the most pointed stare <laughs> he at, at right me. At he was you. like, yeah. "Like you guys," and then he did a throat slit gesture <laughs> to me. So, I, if I'm not on the next episode, you know what? That's I'm fight, 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 yeah. fight, There's a bottle fight, of sangria fight, right in front of him, but to smash it over. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm down. sorry. All right. I mean, no, no disrespect. Like, no, I again. think I think you both, in the most respectful ways, said that you thought that they were talentless pieces of shit, and I thought <laughs> wow. that you did a really good job. Wow. Uh, I, on the other hand, think that everyone in here, not well, in this room and in the band kicked ass and uh it's so interesting that you guys are like oh, i couldn't get through multiple listens i think i listened to it two times today already uh well let's it. start with some of your uh time stamps because i i would i would like to hear your uh perspective on it yeah um so so the so these guys are definitely a chaotic you know intense band um and, and the thing that i the timestamps that i chose in particular were 
elements that actually really surprised me because these singles didn't really have these components here and it was uh, a really nice moment to have the surprise that actually landed as opposed to these weird disparate elements that i didn't think really gelled mm -hmm. um so the first song that i wanted to, to bring to you guys is um called mirror glue and it's probably my favorite song on the album <laughs> I was waiting for Brian to say something. He was looking at me. Yeah, that's it's a. I like that part. It's a really cool part, and I didn't know that um, Rick Peppa is uh, the vocalist. <laughs> uh, it could be it could be Peppa. I, I apologize if I pronounced that incorrectly. It's P E P A. Peppa. So yeah, we're gonna say Rick Peppa. Peppa. Dude's got range, and that's the first thing that I'll, I'll kind of start off with. I mean, obviously Billy's a great drummer. Everyone in this band is is wildly proficient at what they do. But Rick has some of the craziest range and power I've heard out of a vocal performance this year. And the harmonies that he does in this mirror glue section um, really just hit me in a really great spot uh, in between my legs. And <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I wasn't expecting that because literally 30 seconds before they're doing like this kind of grindy section and then you get these really cool ethereal harmonies. And I don't know. It just it just hit just right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I can get behind um, the coolness of that part. I I don't again I don't know if I can get behind like the vocal um, delivery. Oh, see, I adore it. It's it's what I want Deftones to sound like. Uh, and, ooh. ooh, so I feel like Deftones. Deftones not gonna like sounds that. exactly like Deftones. <laughs> and Deftones. Right, it's fine. A it's band. fine. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, they, they're a band that spawned a lot of really other great, better bands. <sighs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay, all right. <laughs> Am I tone deaf with, the, with my opinion on, <laughs> on deaf tones? I don't know, but uh, okay, I'm just, I'm just, this is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be the most uh, aggressive episode that we've had. I, very I think. aggressive. Yeah. But yeah, I don't and know. We just did spite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they... Yeah, the the Dillinger Escape Plan is a band that I still am bummed about breaking up to this day, and I think that they did something very similar where they had these really aggressive, really crazy parts, but still had a lot of these really cool melodic elements. And there really hasn't been a band that I think balanced that as well as them since this. And I guess that kind of makes sense because I get that comparison. And I think for me, like to be honest, the Dillinger Escape Plan, like I, I was I liked them, but. I don't know that I was like, honestly, like a huge listener, um, like on my own, like maybe like in groups or like hanging out with friends and stuff like that, it would be on and I'd be interested in it. But like, if I like got in my car or whatever, and I like went to go put a CD in, it wasn't Dillinger. It wasn't Dillinger. Yeah. Yeah. So putting CDs maybe that's in, part those of what's are the days. <laughs> Old head. Yeah, CD. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next song I wanted to share with you guys is called New Infinities. And again, it's another melodic joint. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I, I can understand, like, the appeal. I can understand why, like, that's, like, something someone would... You were about to say, you were about to say good, and then you, you actually vomited a little bit yeah. in your mouth. It, no, I mean, I can I get it. Like, it's back. good. I, yeah. And I'm a slut for, for vocal harmonies. They, yeah. they I even, am too, but I just can't get behind, like, that, this style. It just reminds me so much of, like, this, like, um, like... In St. Louis, there's a lot of these like alternative style bands, and wow. I feel like the the genre, the style, just like is so like cringe to me. And that's so interesting because I, when I hear the Queen vocals, think of bands like Deftones. I think of Glassjaw. There's a lot of Glassjaw on this album, and and those are the things that my mind immediately went to. So it's really fascinating that you're just like, oh yeah, this sounds like butt rock. Yeah, and it does. Like, well, I, I get the Deftones influence. So, like Brian from like your your first clip, I think um, the that sounds to me a little bit more Deftones ish. Um, and we can we can actually play that. Let's do that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. like, really Huge reminiscent of, of like a Chino vocal, and like, uh, I could get behind that. The production behind it to me is uh, still the same thing, like, just not my thing. Like, I feel like whenever it comes to like electronic production, it, yeah. it, it feels a little bit industrial to me, which I don't yeah. also don't enjoy like industrial style music or at least not that i know of um it's just not something that i'm like listening to all the time yeah but yeah. let me sorry brian i don't mean to cut you off because no, i no, my, i do want to also show like the beginning of that song so like just so you get my my perspective like this is how that song starts out Like I can get behind yeah. that. That's fucking. That's tight, and that that brings me in. But then it transitions into this other other thing, and it just feels like so wildly different to me that I just like I. It's I don't know. I just lose interest. And even like the the intro clip that we very very first showed, like that was the first song that I heard from this band. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be like tight. I actually wanted to show that song as like one of my singles right. of several episodes back because I was like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. But then the more I sort of listened to the band, the more I kind of like, it just, it just didn't like strike a match. Joe with you. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, so when I, when I hear that clip that you just played, I instantly get between the barrier to me, Alaska vibes. Yeah. That's kind of what it gives me. For sure. And I, I think throughout the album, there's a huge between the barrier to me influence there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But I, I don't know. I just, I like the way between the barrier to me does it better, you know? Um, and like this particular uh, song and the clips that I chose, like um, very Deftones like, like we just, like we said, mm -hmm. I I do like the effects. I like the break. Um, 
So I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say that you know. Sometimes I'm here for the the changes and the chaos, and then sometimes I'm like, uh, it's a little. And maybe that's more showcased in the other timestamps that we're going to show. Yeah. So, um, I, but you're going to say something. Say I mean, it. just that you're both <laughs> fundamentally wrong. Jordan's getting like red <laughs> yeah. over here. No, it's, just the, it. it's just the lighting in my beard. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's the, the thing that I love about this album is that no, like, so n- you can tell all of their inspirations because it's all of their inspirations are the bands that made the scene what they kind of are. It's Dillinger, it's Deftones, Between the Bear and Me, Glassjaw, you know, all of these heavy hitters, but it still somehow blends all of these elements together and still makes it feel unique in my book because, like, the the break in the song Panopticon is the one that um, both Nick and, and Brian both played clips from. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that little trap break that they throw in there really fits and flows with the song. It, it's 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 still a, a fast little break. It, it kind of just gives you a little bit of a breather before it kicks you in the nuts again. And I, and I think that their their cleaner sections really just help kind of break up the flow a little bit and 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 give you that moment of reprieve so that you can keep just fucking headbanging. I, I think, think for me, instead of like feeling like that, like a bit of reprieve, I just feel. I feel disinterested or maybe a little bit exhausted. And it's funny because I, when I was listening to this album and the reason I brought it to the table was the electronic elements. I was like, Oh, I think Nick is actually going to like yeah. really vibe with this a whole bunch because yeah. I know that, you know, you enjoy those like interesting uh, production choices. And I thought that they were a really like, smart and, yeah. and creative way to kind of throw that into their sounds. I think that, I don't know. I don't want to like hate on this. I don't want to hate on the record too much. <laughs> no, I hate on the record. Well, I think this is... the, the style of production can come across to me like uh, maybe just a bit amateur. Like they're using like a drum machine. There, there's. Uh, I would I wouldn't say that it's it's trap style like drums trap style yeah. like production. I would say that it is more industrial. And again, I just I I don't I don't know if amateur is the right word, but like the parts. Um just for whatever reason don't resonate with me and i like i think i listen to like whenever it comes to like heavily produced uh mute like electronic music maybe it's more for me like it is like trap or like rap or like hip-hop or like these different styles of music that i and pop music um you know in indie pop that kind of stuff that i'm more interested in like that style of like electronic uh production and so this for me just felt on a different sort of more of like an alternative side of the spectrum industrial alternative and like that specifically those two styles of music those genres even with gray haven like same thing like initially i was like ooh, i don't know if i'm gonna like dig this as much but then like the more i listened to it the more i understood it and i tried to give this this record that same kind of shot um and i i think like i said i i attempted to make it through the whole record multiple times i think i only did like twice like all the way through and in my opinion, the last song on the record is the worst. But <laughs> Lunar Waves, I actually really like it's it is yeah. the most Deftones song on the album. Uh, yeah, I think it's okay that you can say that the album doesn't resonate with you. Yeah, like, there's that's, nothing, that's there's it. nothing yeah. wrong with that. I don't, at all. I don't want to like throw shade at no. Billy and his crew. Like I think like no, because they're phenomenal musicians. Yeah, yeah. Billy and, could out drum 
yeah. anyone. Yeah. Yeah, Just, yeah. So there's, there's yeah. no calling into question his And the fact that he's like a primary songwriter and he's he's put, plays like a lot of instruments on the record and he is at, like as accredited as he, as he is, it's really hard for me to like talk negatively about this record. Like I really, really wanted to like it, but again, it's just not, just not for me. Can I actually, I, I was going to keep this from you boys, but can I, can I tell you guys a, a fun little secret story that I've never told anyone? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I actually hated this pan with the first single that I heard from them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is kind of a common theme for me. The single that I brought this week hated the, the single that I'm bringing. And then I heard it in conjunction with the full album, loved it. Hated Grey Haven with All Candy, heard it in conjunction with the album, loved it. Fucking hated these guys. And I was like, they're too try hard. And then I heard everything in conjunction, like in one piece. And I was like, okay, no, this is the tits. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's just interesting how I came from it hating it and loving it. And you guys were both kind of like, I think initially a little bit amped with it. When I, when I first shared it, you both were like, this sounds really cool. And mm-hmm. now you're both like, I want to murder every person in the band. <laughs> I, I don't feel that way, but I think I think it's a I think it is kind Am of. Am I being funny. dramatic? <laughs> I think it's kind of maybe funny. Maybe a little, maybe just a little. That, um, you know, now we know that when you give us a single that you hate, we know you're going to love the album. Right. It's it's just so, going to be my trend for 2022. Yeah. Um, Second chances. So what are, what are the other songs yeah, that your haters brought? <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, the timestamps I chose are all clean parts. And I think one thing I can appreciate from this album is the emotion behind it. The uh, the yeah. vocalist, you know, he's very dynamic, um, very diverse. There's that word again. Um, you know, he's doing some harsh vocals. All, uh, he's doing some clean parts. He's drawing inspirations from several different, um, you know, bands that, like you said, have influenced uh, the scene that we are today. So I can get behind that. And... Um, should we move on to the next one? It's Dare I Say. Yeah, I mean, he's so, got some like crazy, like high screeches. Yeah, and, and I love uh, choruses that are on guitars. They're just heavy strumming. They don't have to be crazy, mm-hmm. like difficult, you know, pattern wise. They're just straight to the point with strumming. And then he's just he's being able to showcase his vocals. And right. I don't know. I really like that part. Um, and I tell everyone catchy. to go listen to that song in particular uh, as well because the fucking highs that he does and the, the, the speedy riffs that they're doing right before that section is really cool. Mm-hmm. That, that, though, reminds me so much of Glassjaw, that section. Like, go mm-hmm. and listen to their last album, Material Control, and it sounds almost one for one, like Daryl Palumbo sounds on that album. Yeah, I'm going to need to go back and listen to Glassjaw because it's been, it's been a second. Their old albums do not hold up well lyrically because <laughs> Daryl did hate women. Uh, <laughs> His new album, he's like, I was a shithead. I like women. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, I'm sure we've all been there. Right. We were all Daryl Palumbo. (laughs) We've all gone through it. Uh, And and Brian, what's 
What's what's the last one you're bringing for us today? Bringing the butt rock on this one. The last song on the record. The last song on the record. The grunge. Mm, here it is. about to play some Wait a second. Let's do it. Do oh, it. oops. Wrong oh, one. Wrong wait clip. a second. Oh, wait a second. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> I thought that was spite for a second. You would think this is a really soft, <laughs> a really soft, clean album by all the selections we've chose. Yeah, I, I was actually very that. surprised because like you guys picked all of my like least favorite parts on this, and I was like, oh, I, perfect, because like I was gonna pick some parts. I was like, well, there's definitely parts I like on the record, and I want to show those, but then I was like, I also have to show like some of the parts that I didn't like, but you guys did it for yeah, me. I'm so. usually a breakdowns guy. Yeah, and it's funny because I thought I was being special by choosing clean singing, and then Brian goes. <laughs> I thought I was being special by choosing clean singing. And yeah. Special. We're both just special. I yeah. like that closing I, song. The I don't know, man. It's I'm back and forth about it because I'm like, hey, 90s grunge, Soundgarden, Nirvana, like part of me really digs it. But no. I'm like, oh, I don't listen to that stuff anymore. Yeah, so. but it does like this nice build to kind of a crescendo near the very end. And I think it, crescendo. I think it, yeah, crescendo. I like that word. Thank you. Uh, I made it up myself just now. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think it builds very very nicely, and and I think it's a really good way to kind of close off the album. It starts off with like this crazy ferocity in the very like first few seconds, and then it ends with this yeah very. You guys well, said Soundgarden, and I well, guess I'm just gonna go with Soundgarden. For song. me, just like the lyrics, and offers no relief. So I mean, it just it doesn't do it for me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I have tons of relief. Listening to that album in, in that closure, <laughs> me every time. Uh, so Nick, yeah, what's I mean, your what's your what's your last bit you want to share with yeah, us? Yeah, I pretty much showed you. I mean, like the intro song, I, I think like that that clip is pretty tight, and then the the other like beginning of that song, and cool. then the every part in between is also, <laughs> and then everything on the album is tight. Yeah, and then. <laughs> So I will, uh, so yeah, so basically like my third time through, I was listening to the record and I was thinking like, um, I'm going to make it through this record this time and just really give it a fair shot. And, um, I got to the seventh song on the record, which is called Hi Un At Sin S. Acadendino, Ascendo. That's the one. Um, so I'm just going to play it for you. This shit was a major snooze fest Acadino. for me. I'm nervous. I just bought my ticket. I'm standing in line. I'm marveling at the immensity of the device I'm about to enter. I have thoughts of fleeing, but it's too. Okay, so it does that for like. A minute, a whole minute. To be fair. And then it goes into this. Here I can see everything. My vulnerability is marching like ants on parade. I feel safe in spite of them. I 
continue clicking upwards, passing through a nexus of geometric light. The ocean crashes over my feet. I open my eyes. Okay, so at this point, I'm fully checked out. Like, I'm not, I don't know what the fuck's going on in the song. I'm not listening to it, whatever. And then it does that for a minute, and then in this. And it's just, I couldn't make it through the whole song. I just couldn't fucking you, do it. It's three just, minutes of that. You just knew you were going to break Jordan's heart tonight, <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Say, because you passed out because all of the blood went from everywhere else <laughs> to your cock. Like, because you were just <laughs> so fucking turned on by how good of an interlude uh, that is. I just, <laughs> I couldn't, man. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I mean, like, I actually, I, so I did look it up afterward, and that is, um, what's the guy's name? Michael Clarity. He like recorded that specifically for the band. Something along the lines of it was during the pandemic, and he was trying to like leave, like leave or go somewhere. He was stuck in Vietnam. Just stuck at in the Vietnam. very beginning of uh, the pandemic. Also. That's a pretty so awesome like, backstory. Some real right. shit, yeah. which I didn't know that until like actually that today. I was like doing some more research, and then I like so I read that, and it made me like appreciate it a little bit more for sure. But it was just it's just so slow moving, and just like the same fucking thing over and over again, and it's just this monotone voice and i just couldn't like i was in my car driving like listening to it and i just like i was like fuck this i put something else on so, <laughs> so I'll, I'll say it. there's one criticism i have for this this album because i i don't think it's perfect it's like a 9.9 9 <laughs> <out of 10, laughs> is that there's two interludes this being one of them there's one that is more your traditional instrumental interlude that's about a minute and a half and then there's this one so out of like there's 10 songs on the album i think so that, you know you, you, you are just down to eight songs. This, though, in my opinion, is one of... And I usually hate interlude tracks. I think this is one of the better interlude tracks that I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Uh, because <laughs> because <laughs> every other band, every other band, the vocalist or some one from the band would be, like, reading out the poem, and they sound like me. And it uh, that doesn't sound good to the listener to have, like, this, this very moody... Uh, kind of creepy spoken word, and then it sounds like someone who's just barely out of puberty is reading it. Right. So I appreciate you could speak you... words to me all night long, Jordan. It's fine. Listen, Ryan, <laughs> thank you, but you're supposed to say that because we're co-hosts. <laughs> it's like you and my mom have to always be nice I... to me. But yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, I like that they had this this guy with an actual, like, you know, very presentable voice. He's kind of telling this really cool, very interesting story. And and yeah, the the build is is really neat. I didn't like the song at first, but after I started listening to it a few more times, I was like, oh, okay, this is actually totally a vibe. Yeah, fair enough. It's a vibe, all right. <laughs> and I still love both of you <laughs> very much. I hope you I hope you know that. Yeah. Um. Well, I think all that being said, I think everyone should go listen to it. Everybody should, because yes. obviously, like it's, you know. It could Everybody be someone's their own, favorite. Yeah, everyone it has their own preference. Worst. It's a very, it is a very unique record. Very, uh, very dynamic. A lot going right. on in it, and this might be like your favorite fucking record. So definitely go listen to it. Um, I'm, I'm gonna stop being an asshole now because I feel like these guys probably hate me. They're probably listening. If well, they're probably not listening to this, but actually, we did. We have gotten like Ithaca, for example, like listen to our podcast, and then fucking the. 
uh, Matthew Putman from Norma Jean or the producer for Norma Jean listened to our podcast and like told us like, hey, great job. So like now I'm all nervous as fuck that these guys out. are going to actually like hear it because I was like, no one's going to ever hear this shit. <laughs> these guys are playing hardcore and like Billy played in Dillinger. And if you want to talk about a divisive band, Dillinger is it. Yeah. Right. Like they're not an easy they know. listen to always. So and they, they know that they're, they're artists. Right, they yeah. know that their art isn't for everyone, and I respect you guys' opinions. But I'm just I'm happy you guys listened to it, and I think uh, it was a lot of fun to talk to you guys about this album. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was good. We had some yeah. great discussions around yeah. it. So uh, probably the first, well, maybe not the first album that some of us had different opinions on, but but definitely the first album that we were very vocal about it as yeah. far as the right. podcast goes. The biggest sure. difference of opinion I would yeah. say so far. Right. So that's fun. We're just. Checking along, first Norma Jean. But all this, this fighting. Yeah, all this fighting. I'm Woo. filled with Woo. I'm filled with rage right now. Rage. <laughs> but I would rather yeah. be filled with tasty treats. So Nick, I gotta begrudgingly ask you, <laughs> what we munching on? What we munching on? Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today. Um, I made us a, and you slurped it down earlier, so you're apparently not that mad at me. Uh, I love you. It's a, I made us a smoked salmon scramble. Um, so it was fire. Some, uh, some salmon in there, um, some scrambled eggs, crispy Brussels sprouts, a little bit of garlic aioli. Uh, I did a little uh, fresh arugula salad, a little bit of sourdough toast. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef's kiss. Perfectly seasoned. Yum, yum. If you go to our Instagram... You'll probably see Jordan uh, taking a big old yummy munch out of it. <laughs> the last munch. moment I was happy. Before, the last <laughs> moment before, before, they, we, yeah, ruined before, before they ruined Before they ruined my favorite album. evening. He was like, "Man, I'm having a tough day at work. I'm so good. I'm like excited to hang out with my buds and like talk <laughs> like, about music be. and just like oh, it's gonna be good." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, like rip my guy. Yeah. But no, Nick. In all seriousness, delicious meal as per usual. I I loved it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We're also sipping on a little bit of sangria. Sangria. Right now we had some orange wine earlier. Boxy. Um, yeah, it's a I don't even know what it's know. from, but <laughs> it's a boxed wine. It's a box it's wine. Pretty good. It's, it's actually good box yeah, wine. it's an orange wine. Yeah, orange. If you haven't had orange wine, uh, orange? actually I can actually plug a uh, a little spot like across the street from my house called Sippy in St. Louis. It's a little Sippy. natural wine bar. That's where we got the sangria and the wine from. Um, definitely go to Sippy. It's cute as fuck. They got a cute ass patio. Perfect for fall. Sipping on wine with your buds. Having a great time. Ten yeah. out of ten. Great for ten baby showers. Thanks for cooking for us, Nick. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. But Let's talk some singles. 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 Something I am no longer. Oh, right, because you're was, married. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, I want to start with you because you've got a, you've got a, actually both, we all have some good singles today, but. Um, nice save. I, I actually uh, really yeah. mm-hmm. enjoyed uh, Brian's single this, this week. T- tell me about oh, it. Yeah, tell you, fuck, oh, yeah, tell you. What the fuck is it, Brian? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm going to mispronounce it, obviously. The, the band is compromised. The single is per. Perhelion? Perhelion. Perhelion. It's the only one that they have. It's the only (laughs) single they have. Yeah. It's the only one they have. And the best thing about it.
can we all say That's it on three? One. One, two, two three. three. Misery, Misery signals. And then you guessed right because that's Jesse from Misery Signals. What? What? Oh my God. I also looked it up. It's Parahelion. Parahelion. Also, fuck you, Nick, for cutting me yeah, off. Sorry, about, sorry. <laughs> People really like it. You know, yeah, I have to apparently. Keep doing it. Um, Talk about Tremelo. So I, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody should. Just go listen to this track if you're a huge Misery Signals fan um, because you're going to love it. Um, all the parts, it was kind of hard to choose because everything was, you know, hey, this is a Misery Signals part. Like, this is going to be great. But so it's kind of hard to showcase just one part. I wanted to play the whole song. It's um, a good song. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, the whole it. song fucks. It's fucking good. I'm excited to hear more of their, their music. Yeah. And the Spotify bio is pretty good. It gives you a nice little breakdown of essentially how they formed back in 99 and um you know basically they had a tragedy that befell upon the band uh resulting in the loss of life and then now they are um they're back together at least you know uh recording stuff and writing again like since the pandemic so it, it's pretty cool to see that um you know actually come together and i was like oh jesse's got a side project like i'm all about it because i'm an old school um you know, of Malice and Magnum Heart fan. So I love Carl. Don't get me wrong. I love Carl. And, Carl. and I love Controller and Mirrors. Absent Light, eh, not so much. But um, I actually like Absent Light a whole lot. I mean, so it's not bad. Let's fight about it's, that it's my, it's my least favorite. Let's be different on opinion. Um, but this song was great. I was really happy about it. So definitely go check it out. No, I, I'm really happy that you showed us this band because I had no idea that they existed. And yeah, that, that single hit the spot. Surprisingly, I feel like it's not very even like that popular. Like they don't even have they have like a, almost no. like not even two thousand plays on Spotify. That's because kids these days just don't. That's crazy. Are, man. are we mentioning the brother? Is that the thing in this band? Is there brothers? I think so, we confirmed that it might. Or or the, not the band be. was initially formed by Jesse and his brother Levi. It was okay, but that was in nineteen ninety nine. I actually don't ah, know if okay. Levi's still. I don't think he's, he's still, still in the band. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. There's That's not a, a ton of info on them. Yeah. But um, but either way, like cool, like interesting group, and I'm I'm excited to hear more of like what they yeah. Have hopefully to they out. they put out an EP yeah. or an album or something. So yeah, as of now, unconfirmed. Well, yeah. and now the the latest Misery Signals uh, album is two years old. So hopefully yeah. new stuff coming soon. But you know how they are; they kind of like to yeah you wait know, wait ten years wait a little bit. Oh but, please no! Oh please, please. no! <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. Let's let's get on to the other singles. Good fucking song, though, dude. Yeah. yeah um, solid. And then Jordan wanted to talk about a band called Warforged. Um, cool ass single as well, actually. Um, I enjoyed their new, latest record as yeah. well, too. Uh, this song is called Bliss Joined the Bane, and it's from the album The Grove line down the middle, <laughs> Sundial. <laughs> Laughing when I talk, you lose your sleep. No 
what, what are those lyrics? Oh, uh, yeah. So the, the, it starts off with, I'm a fat fucking mess and I'm dirty as shit. <laughs> but that'll be old news when I go get a drink. So actually the song, it has a really funny music video. Yeah. It's actually like this really interestingly written song about like alcoholism uh, and how people who, oh, they're like a lot of uh, social drinkers use alcohol as kind of their, uh, their I don't know, social lubricant i guess and, yeah. and you know the, the people who drink more think that they're actually really funny but actually they're probably being huge pieces of shit to everyone um so yeah warforged like i said earlier i hated this song the first time that i heard it because this is a new vocalist and they really stylistically changed over uh the or, or, or kind of stylistically changed over i won't say really they used to be a lot more brooding very dark and they would have you know seven and a half eight minute ten minute long songs and it was this very like dark storyline that they were telling this song still has a lot of those elements it kind of plays with quieter moments very interestingly i think like in between a lot of those double basses and, and you know the the strumming there's mm-hmm. you know just those kind of notes ringing out and they don't really do much of anything in the middle of it and i think it kind of has this really cool flow to it there's still these really neat synths that are in there that kind of yeah. give it this kind of creepy... There's like some pads and stuff happening yeah. like in the empty space, which is like a nice feeling. Yeah. yeah it's, dread. It's super textured, but yeah. yeah, dread is a really good word to use because yeah. that was the what I really liked about their last album was that you you were felt like you were listening to a horror movie. And this is kind of like that still, but they're, you're starting to see them expand on their sound a little bit more. And it's, I think it's a really cool song. Yeah, I liked it. I, I've listened to the album, and it's pretty solid. I had the chance to play with them, I think it was like 2018, what? maybe. They uh, headlined an event that some of the Lich got to play on. And uh, awesome dudes. They sound great live. Um, and yes, the style I remember being a lot different. I'm trying to remember if they played with um, Inferi maybe back then too i could see that so um they're on tour with uh rivers of nihil right now i love rivers i'm actually gonna see rivers in uh october mid-october with the contortionist so dude i wanted to go to that show yeah we're going to nashville for it oh rose trip hell yeah brother excited well nikki boy uh yeah so i wanted to bring like a little local little st louis local flavor 314 um so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start you guys off with with a little clip here. So that's from a St. Louis-based band uh, called the Armstrong Limit, and um, you know, self-proclaimed America's most medium-quality prog band. That's what <laughs> it says it. on their Instagram. Uh, but these Love these it. St. Louis boys slap. They slap it hard. Slap. That uh, sick ass fucking solo is from our friend Griffin. Griffin, um, nice fingers, my guy. Actually, fun yeah. fact: I was in this band. <gasps> What? what? I contributed nothing. I feel like I, <laughs> I, I was in this band like so, uh, forever ago, and um, and my friend Mike plays bass, and I was like, I'm gonna be the drummer, and then we never actually. I don't think we ever like even really recorded or wrote anything. So I think Griffin Griffin had some like ideas and stuff for me to learn, and then it just never happened. But 
Um, but yeah, I was like almost, I guess I was in the band for like a little bit. I was in the band. I was what, pretty much in the band. Was Taylor ever in this band? Did they have a vocalist at one point? I thought it was Taylor, but I don't um, know. Maybe I need to. Yeah, I don't know. Griffin. Maybe you need to ask him. Ask Griffin. Let us know. Let us know. Um, also, great though. I I feel like I I hear so much. I built the sky. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of some other artists that are similar. Maybe a little bit of I can't remember. <laughs> Animals <laughs> as leaders. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely that element to it. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a cool track. Colin on the keys. Um, yeah, Ca- Colin on the keys, who I don't really know. Um, and then my friend uh, Mike. On the bass, he's slapping the bass. He keeps it real. Um, and he doesn't then, tap in. It looks like too on their Instagram. Yeah, so. he's oh, tap, he's tap, tap, he's tap-a-roo. solid. And then um, Brandon Cook cooking on them drums. Don't know him either, They're but it. Nick, do you have any? He's fucking cooking it. More for us to listen to. Yeah, actually, um, let's let's listen to a little bit more of Collins' skills here. This song is Tasty. full of like a lot of really fun riffs, a lot of like great solos. I love those little ghosties on the drums in there. So, it's very jazzy. I, I just yeah. remember the band Arch Echo. And I'm pretty uh, sure those guys like Arch Echo. I may have even seen them play with them. I can't remember, but I've seen Arch Echo live and they're so good. But these guys remind me a lot of them. And I'm here for it. Like It's good shit. I'm going to give them a listen. Yeah, for sure. I think they Put have an EP dropping sometimes. Drop too. the EP. So yeah, again, that was the Armstrong Limit and their song, their new song called Parlor, Parlor. streaming everywhere. Good shit. We're actually streaming pretty much everywhere too. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, you can find us um, pretty much anywhere. Um, And (laughs) guess what, guys? We have the Discord active. You can join. It's now live. You can join our Discord. Um, Check out our Instagram. There's a link in the bio, just Metal Brunch Club. To find that Discord. Yeah, it should be some links in the description too. But if that's not working, yeah, you'll you'll find everything you need in Instagram. Um, there's a general uh, chat and then a new music chat. We want to hear like we want to get more people involved with like different stuff we might haven't heard or like suggestions on things to review and talk about. And then just jump in the general chat and just you know I don't know, post a dick pic or something. Yeah, and if you want to <laughs> see more more chat rooms in there, kind of talk to us about what what you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we also have a Spotify playlist oh, um, yeah. that is up as well. So each um, time we do an episode, we're going to be adding the singles to that. And, uh, you know, just listen to it, you know, because yeah. if you want to hear all these like great yeah. songs that we're talking about, just all compiled easily for you. Uh, just go to the link in our Instagram bio and you will find that Spotify playlist. Yeah, and lastly, you saw that there's uh, some reviews coming in for the podcast. We really greatly appreciate those. Uh, you know, any any feedback that we get is fantastic. Great reviews are even better because it gets us promoted a little bit more. So yeah. thank you guys for listening, for reviewing. Uh, please continue to share and do all that because uh, we have fun doing it, but we want to have more ears. Yes, all feel- feedback is welcome. Uh, obviously not the negative feedback, but all yeah. good feedback is I welcome. Cry. Yeah, all oh, oh, Nick is very sensitive. <laughs> I will cry. Don't say anything bad Don't about Don't say me. anything bad about Nick. Nick, uh, what are we talking about 
next week. Uh, so next week we are talking about Electric Callboy and their new record Techno. Yeah. Tekken? Tekken? Tekken. I'm interested. <laughs> I haven't really dove into this record other than like the small little bits I've I've heard, but I'm interested. I'm interested. Lots of synth. Lots of lots, lots of, of crab core. Lots of mullets. Lots of clubbing. Lots music of clubbing. Lots of pop, and then also lots of breakdowns. Core. Well, yeah. I mean, just it's gonna be fun. Huge breakdowns. Yeah, it should be a good one. Should be an exciting, interesting one. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's everything for that's, today. So thank you end. so much again for listening, and we love you guys. Thank you, boys, for coming over and eating. Sorry that I. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. You don't have to be sorry. It's it's okay. We're we're friends. Yeah. We can disagree. I'm gonna cry about it later. Yeah. In my pillow. It's fine. Okay. Sorry. Um. Sorry. I'm gonna miss you both. Sorry. I miss you guys. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Love you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Bye.